howdy, everybody, and welcome to episode 40, 40 of Do Not Worry. I'm your host, Anthony, coming once again from the heart of Beirut in Jayatewe, uh, joined by Noor, the intern. Uh, Elijah couldn't be here this week, folks. Uh, he, he had, like, work. He has, he's been working very hard lately. He's been having, like, all these double shifts. So good thing I have a spare intern. Good thing I have two of them. I can interchange them when one is missing. Uh, by the way, Elijah edited last week's episode. It was his first time editing one of the episodes. He did a great job. And this week, Noor is going to be editing this episode. It's going to be her first crack uh, at editing, making my life easier. So once again, thank you to the patrons for making uh, these interns available to me and for making my life a lot easier. Speaking of patrons, folks, let's say thank you to our uh, to some amazing blonde patrons. Blonde patrons such as Obayna Haas, Cool Abe. Uh, Gino Raide, I think his birthday was a couple of days ago or yesterday or today, so happy birthday, Gino. Uh, Jessica Jalou, Enzo, uh, Daniel Habib, good friend Daniel Habib. Uh, Joseph Sarkis, who, Joseph, look at the Bernie Sanders behind me. Now you know why I'm sensitive to any, any uh, tweet that is insulting to Bernie Sanders. I'm always defend Bernie. Okay, Joseph. Uh, and to some superhero patrons, folks, like Mo Kabara, Kevin Massad, uh, Jana Burislan, Joseph Nasser, uh, Noor's brother, uh, Rhea, Ziad Ashar, Nadine Najla. Thank you guys so much for your patronage. Uh, if you would like to become a patron, please check the link in, in uh, the description. Uh, you'll be helping support uh, like the podcast. You'll be helping me pay the interns. You'll be helping me upgrade the equipment. I'm looking to get some new mics eventually, so we'll talk about that some other time. You'll be helping me support the Joseph Shada documentary, which is being edited and which will come out in a few weeks. Anyways, folks, as always, like this video, uh, leave a comment, you know, your engagement is always, I didn't say it, I didn't say it, your engagement is always helpful for a small channel like this one, subscribe to the channel, hit that subscribe button, become a Do Not Warrior, folks, help me get to 5,000 subscribers, we're like a little over 300 subscribers away, it's, we're getting pretty close, man, episode 40, reward your boy with a subscribe, come on, what you waiting for, man, 40 episodes of this shit in 10 months, that's a lot, yo, that's a lot of work, man. So, uh, we got a lot of interesting topics, folks, today. We're going to be talking about Miss Online. We missed it last week, but we're going to touch on it. Okay, there's some funny stuff about it. There's this douchebag on TikTok called Kaizi. Okay, I don't know what his name is. Uh, by the way, you didn't say anything. Hello, Nul. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. How have you been? You've been away. How, what, what allergies did you... I heard you told me you got a lot of DMs of viewers who were concerned about your allergies. Is that right? That's true. I got a lot of people checking up on me. Okay. It, was, it was sweet. It was sweet. Don't be creepy, guys. Don't be creepy, y'all. Okay? She's got allergies. It doesn't mean you can slide into those DMs. But that's, that's funny. That was funny. Uh, more topics. We got Lebanon has a new slogan. I didn't even know we had slogans, but then I remembered Live, Love, Lebanon. So I guess we have had slogans. But we got a new one, folks. Uh, Anya Alaeddin. Remember the uh, athlete we talked about a couple of weeks ago with her very racist like uh, Instagram story. Turns out there's a lot more to the story and there's like videos. We got that video. Thank you to an eagle-eyed viewer who sent it in. Thank you. Much appreciated. So we're going to go over that. Uh, Art of Boo posted a very controversial photo on his Instagram about like expats and voting and registering to vote. We're going to talk about that. And finally, uh, there's been a lot of hubbub about the Eternals and how like director Chloe, it's a movie, new Marvel, uh, Marvel movie, and how director Chloe Zhao refused to have anything cut from the movie. Well, I saw the movie and there was a bunch of shit cut from it. Uh, all the kissing scenes, all the gay kissing scenes. Like, so we're going to talk about that because I find that kind of uh, censorship kind of weird in 2021. God damn it. Come on, guys. So that is the show. Uh, did I forget anything? Oh, there's a Discord link in the description. So uh, get, uh, if you're interested in Discord and you want to join our community, do that as well. Before we get into any of the main topics, let us touch on just a couple of little updates. Number one, there, there were fires in Lebanon all week. Uh, some dramatic, tragic fires, I think, happening in Beit Mere. If I'm not mistaken, let me open this here folder. So I asked Elijah to just gather a few photos and things that we're going to look at from the fires. Um, here is a video that he described fires up close to... Oh, damn. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Those are some pretty big flames. And, like, our, um, our firefighters are, like, completely overwhelmed, man. We have, like, no funding for, for these sorts of things. So, like, God, God bless the fire brigade, yo. 
Um, he then sent me, these made me laugh, just the, the name of the, the photos. My friend's house, one. <laughs> so I guess Elijah's friend's house is on fire, folks. Uh, but no, so this is the view from Elijah's friend's house. Uh, yeah, this is some scary stuff, some pretty apocalyptic stuff. Here is a video of a helicopter taking water from a pool to, to try and turn off the fires. Like, that is dramatic, you know what I mean? Dipping into, like, a local swimming pool. And I've always found these things so inefficient, honestly. But, like, it's... I really have a soft spot for firefighters, especially after August 4th. Like... Even before then, obviously. But... Because most of it is spilling before they even get to it. But that's the thing. I hate these fucking things. Anyways, it's, it's, this is pretty drastic. There is a, uh, here is a video of how everything looked after the fire. This looks like just straight out of a fucking video game or something, man. Like The Last of Us. And with the helicopters buzzing in the back, it's extremely... Um, Anyways, our, our hearts go out to anyone affected by this. Uh, it sucks to see so much of Lebanon's nature being wiped out. But um, yeah, so we can't catch a break. Uh, a second update before we get into our main topics. Joseph Shada got his TikTok account back, folks. He got his TikTok account back after over two weeks of having it hacked after he willingly gave the guy his, his login information. He got it back. Uh, I don't want to touch on this too much. I feel like we've been... In terms of Joseph Shada and Dr. Food, we've overdone it. We, we, we agree, okay? Noor has overdone it with Dr. Food. I'm done with Dr. Food officially. Okay, so she's overdone with Dr. Food. I've overdone it with Joseph Shada, so we, we admit. But there was just this one video. I'm gonna, we're going to watch some of it of him like talking to this other uh, TikToker about the situation. And he just starts yelling and stuff. I figured this is some good Shada content. Okay, let's watch this. And then I'm taking an official Shada break until the documentary comes out, okay? Unless he does something really fucked up. But uh, here goes. <laughs> مصرياتك انا انا هون انسى ما بخلي حدا يدعس لي على اجري مش البالانس الكوينز اللي بدعم فيهم العالم اي شخص عنده ذره كرامه يساعدنا بهالقصه ما حتقطع هيك بدك تتحاسب مين ما كنت تكون وهيدي الكلمه عم بقولها هلا على اللايف مش معي هالحركات كثير خطر كثير خطره اللي عملها صراحه لانه انفيجن اوف برايفسي كثير كثير ها فيها حبس مين مفكر حالك دولة بتعرف تعمل شغلة انت شو خصك؟ انت دولة مش واعي والناس بيزقفوا له كلها كم شخص وقفوا حدا استحليت حدا يوقف حدا ثلاث سنين على تيك توك كل شيء في عالم ساعدت درت ببلاش سلي العالم كونتنت كل يوم ساعات لايف وبالاخر بينسرق اكونت وما حدا بيهتم بيطلع واحد تيك توكر عم بيحكي علي بالوجه مريح لما كنت على تيك توك بيقولوا كيف ومدري شو وبس راح اكونت صاروا ضدي ما بيعرف بالقانون شو بيصير اذا واحد لو باقي نهار بحياتي راح افضحك وراح ندمك على الساعه حرام بس يعني بلا مربى بلا اخلاق على قد وصلوا لربع تكايه ولربع اخلاقي اولاد مستلمين هيك بيجات على القليلة هيك بيج حدا يستلمها حدا كبير بالعمر حدا بيفهم حدا فيه مخ انا ماني ضد هيك بيجات اذا في حدا خرج يتحاسب خلي يتحاسب بس مش يجوا على الناس المخصصون ويطلعوا عليهم اخبار ما اصلا ما ما لاقوا شيء علي اصلا كلها سخافات وتفاهه يعني قال في وحده عمرها 15 فاتت على اللايف قالت لي هاي عملت لها فولو عملت لها فولو شو هال شو هالمصيبه all right, you guys get the point. Um, uh, he's angry. All right, he's back with a vengeance. Um, and yeah. Okay, so a few days ago, like I guess 10 days ago, maybe like a day before we shot the last episode, there was this controversy on Twitter for Miss Internet, Miss Lebanon Internet. I don't know what it's called. 
uh, let's just watch the video first. Uh, there's this apparently this competition for like online, not not really influencers, but like um, let's see. Internet Lebanon. So the winner is Aya. Okay, so I love how low budget this thing is. Like how just like it's such a shitty little stage. You know what I mean? Like. There's like barely anyone to clap. Look at that old man next to us. All that yelling, the stage is so like bare. It's like, how did the kind of stage is being done with a few like being as low and being as thin, like at the. Oh, this is like the only video I could find. Mafi had the like proper recording that I know of. I th- yeah, that's the only unrecommended. That's I've seen this going around Twitter. That's off of her TikTok, by the way. So her name is uh, Aya Al Hajali. Aya Al Hajali. Al Hajali. Okay, Aya Al Hajali. 2.3 million followers on TikTok. 56.4 million likes. Look, I got nothing, dude. Honestly, I f- like people who got offended at this. So here's, I think this was the main tweet that went viral. Um, can you read that, Nour? Because my Arabic is shit. <laughs> Okay, so when that's Muhammad um, at Dankar. Uh, we got a couple of other tweets, kind of. Uh, so here is uh, Miss Internet Lebanon. Thank you for your contribution to society. That's a funny tweet. I like that because I do agree. I think her contributions to society are great, man. And I think we need more content. So I can't even video call my mom. Call Miss Internet Lebanon. She'll help. Right, that's pretty funny. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, so a bunch of people were kind of went crazy online and like saying like, why would anyone waste money on this when the country's going through like such an economic decline? I'm like, come on, machas, like miss, I wouldn't blame Miss Internet Lebanon. Clearly they didn't put any money into that event. As you can tell, there's nothing there. Like there's, look at the stage again, man. That looks pathetic. Haram, yani. They need more money, if anything, to make the show. We and have bigger problems than Miss Internet Lebanon. Seriously. And I, I wish there was the whole show that we could like watch and enjoy. Like, you know what I mean? Like this looks like prime material for cringe. But there was someone, folks, the hero. You're sick of him, I know. But the hero we didn't know we needed, folks, who was out there defending Miss Internet. Obviously, Joseph Shada. Here was his tweet regarding the uh, the controversy. بيقولوا مبروك ونقطع السطر حلوا عنا للبنت ليه في ليه في اللبنانية ما بيتمنوا الخير لغيرهم كل ما كل ما يشوفوا حدا ناجح ومتوفق بيحاربوا. Joseph knows a little bit about this whole. Uh... No one's bullying her, Joseph. We're just making fun of the concept. <laughs> well, anyways, Miss Internet uh, clarified all of this uh, in a video, uh, and here it is. مرحبا جميعا ارضاء الناس غايه لا تدرك فيديو توضيحي عن فكره مس انترنت لبنان كونه الدول كثير على تيك توك وعلى مواقع التواصل الاجتماعي مس انترنت لبنان مش يعني مس 3 جي مس واي فاي مس راوتر او مس اوجيرو مس انترنت لبنان بمعنى اكثر شخص ناشط اجتماعيا واكثر شخص ناشط على مواقع التواصل الاجتماعي قلتوا لي انه هذا منه انجاز نحن كنا 120 بنت اخر شي صرنا 20 ومن هال 20 نقوا 10 بنات انا كوني نقوني من بين 120 بنت هيدا لحاله انجاز بغض النظر ان ربحت اللقب ونجحت قلتوا لي هيدا منه لقب منه معترف فيه مثله مثل غير الالقاب مثل مس اليجنس مثل مس موديل اوف لبنان انتم ما بتعرفوا في كونكم منكم بهذا المجال قلتوا انه ربحت واسطه ودافع حقه للقب حامشي معكم إذا أنا كان عندي واسطة، ما عندي طلة، ما عندي جمال، ما عندي جمود على المسرح، ما عندي كاريزما، ما قدرت أحكي كلمتين على بعض، ما كنت ربحت، يعني الواسطة لحالها ما بتكفي، بتنكروا كمال الشخص، بتنكروا كل شيء عمله، بتنكروا إنه أنا طلعت حكيت مش بس عن حالي، قلت للفتيات عامة واللبنانيات خاصة، قد أنا فخورة ببنات بلدي لازم هن يكونوا كمان فخورين فيني 
شكرا كثير على الانتقاد انا ما عندي اي مشكله تنتقدوا انا بفتح لكم قلبي مع الكومنتس لحتى تنتقدوني انتقدوا الانتقاد هو تعطي رايكم باحترام انتوا الانتقاد عندكم صار سخريه صار استهزاء صار تحطيم الشخص ما بعرف ليه انا ما حوقف بوجه اي حدا انتقد بغض النظر انه كل منتقد له رغبه في منتقد انا اختاروني على طلتي على حكي الحلو على الضحك اللي ما فرقت وجهي بغض النظر انه هيدي الوقفه بتخلي الواحد يتوتر ما توترت بلت راسي مرفوع قلت اسمي قلت ليش تركت كل شيء هيدا الحكي فات لقلوب الحكام واختاروني بدي اقول لكم شغله اخيره مالي ومال الناس ان مالوا وان عدلوا ديني لنفسي ودين الناس للناس هيك بكون وضحت باكمل وجه كمان في فيديو عم يتداول بخصوص كينج رولادكس هيدا الفيديو من اربع سنين مثل مثل اي بنات اشترك بجيف اواي وربحت عشوائيا نزلت استلمت الجائزه وخلص الموضوع وتسكر من اربع سنين قبل ما ادخل على السوشيال ميديا جبتوه هلا عم تنزل كرامتها جابت ايفون 13 برو ماكس نكرته انه انا عندي براند انه انا بصور موديلينج انه انا بشتغل ماركتينج اونلاين انه انا انا عندي كثير اعمال بجيب منها مردود مالي انتم يمكن ما بتعرفوها هذا الفيديو من اربع سنين اكيد ما بعضهم المصاري معي هلا من اربع سنين مش كل شيء تشوفوه تصدقوه متابعين الحلوين انا كثير بحبكم هذا النجاح هو نجاحنا سوا بحبكم كثير مام يو كان هاف Whatever iPhone you want, iPhone 13 Pro, Machasna Makima. I love how she just has a huge picture of herself in the background. <laughs> oh, that was oh, that was her. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's fucking hilarious. Uh, I got nothing against you, Balakas. You know, congratulations. That was funny. Thanks for the laugh. If anything, I want more internet coverage on Miss Internet. We need to. I'd love to be a correspondent. I'd love to be the behind-the-scenes host or something. I'm an internet personality. Who else do you want to host Miss Internet 2022? I'm officially putting my name in the hat. Okay, I want to be considered to host next year's event. Our next topic on this special 40th episode of Do Not Worry. Are we going over this this guy on TikTok, the super douche called Kaizi? Kaizi, I guess, right? Uh, he's got 8,000 followers, 71,000 likes. Uh, chill, it's TikTok, not Insta, is his slogan. I don't know what this dude's deal is. I can't remember how, who sent it to me. It might have been a viewer like months ago, but I, like, I wrote down his name and I never forgot this guy. I was like, this guy, we're going to have to dig deep into his TikToks sometime. Uh, let's watch some of them. He's super douchey. Uh, let's start with this one. Uh, Noor was kind enough to do a bunch of digging. Hey, lockdown. ولاحظت شغله مش لاحظت عندي سؤال اكشلي مين يلي اكتشف حليب الكاجو؟ مين مين اول واحد حلب الكاجو ياييه؟ وليش؟ وشو صار حالب كم يعني حلب الصويا وحلب اللوز وحلب الكاجو وهول اللي زبطوا معه يعني شو صار حالب اشياء مش زبطة معه شو هالهوس هيدا؟ فينا نتفق على شغله وحده بس بال 2020 بليز بس و 2021 ناوي خلصت 2020 فينا نوقف بس نحلب اشياء ما عندها بزيز؟ بركب <تصفيق> بس نحلب نوقف نحلب اشياء ما عندها بزيز بس Alright that was interesting كايزي Alright, here's one new is titled Cigar. Uh, <laughs> So this um the thing is I feel like the last one is actually his true personality. What I was going to say is I think these are all his personality because he like he's trying to make fun of the type of guy who would smoke a cigar when it is in fact you are that guy my friend you are that guy. Uh yeah he's such a like just a douche. Uh here this one's pretty douchey this one's all 45 seconds of douchiness check this out. خلاص انا guys انا وصلت يعني 
بدي بلش بفيديو كان احلم بلش بفيديو كثار منكم عم بيسالوني عن <تصفيق> خلص صرت انفلونسر انا لايك like, uh, وصلت على فكره ما بهمني الفيديو قد ما بهمني انه اوصل لمحل بحياتي اقدر البس عوينات شمس جوا ها؟ بلا ما تستغرب العالم اكيد يقولوا اه ليك ما هيدا وصل ما مش غريب ابدا انه ليه لابس عينات الشمس اندورز ميرسي It's this like boomer or Gen Xer who thinks he's funny, who's like, you're totally not. But you know who he reminds me of, kind of? He's like an older Elio Dacuni. Give Elio Dacuni like 15 years, he's going to be like this dude, kind of. You know? But Elio Dacuni, we're fan, Elio Dacuni, he's a friend of the show, winner of uh, Best ASMR at uh, the Do Not Worry Awards. We got... Uh, this, is, this is a good one. Lots of parking. صف خط تاني وإذا حدا حكي معك زق بوجهه كون رجال ولاد I mean obviously he's not being serious but he's, he's just being but he seems like he's got a nice car I can tell the guy you know is a wealthy man or maybe he, he lives he, in his he car he does have a tiktok showing his car oh he does? Uh, do we have it here? no okay it does look like a nice car though وعاد زيح بس حدا يدوي لك ويطفي لك على الاوتوستراد وبس يجي ليقطع عنك على اليمين تعس كون رجال وليه I get what he's trying to do he's trying to be no, sarcastic and no بس انه like I don't know bro he's just in love with himself you know what I mean he's just too in love with himself اشياء ما بتسمع اللبنانية عم بيقولوها بارت 1 ميرسي انك جيت على الوقت انا اللي بعصبني ضحكت و اتس سو سموغ نعم اي واز اباوت تو سي لايك ذات سيلف ساتيسفايد لاف ات از اون جوك ات ذا اند اتس لايك برو برو يو وانت فاني مان اول وات از ساندويش كريتيك بدكم قهوه ليكلوها قطعتها بهيدا الشكل عم نقطعلن اي اي نوع اي جيل عم نربي نحن مان والله سوري على بكرة الصبح بعتذر عم نقصقص لهم الساندويش تيصير اهين ياكلوها لانه هاي لا خلص بدنا نوقفها هاي كتير على اولادنا نحن اهلنا كانوا يبعثونا تحت القصف مش عم بمزح نوع عم نسمع قصف يبعثونا على المدرسه وستيل حاسس انه طالعين ترايا نحن All these snowflakes wanting their sandwiches cut up, huh? يعني شو شو بعد اكثر من هيك؟ بنلعوسهم عنهم وبنحط لهم اياهم بال بالبوكس ما بقى في شيء اكثر من هيك يعني It's called bird feeding, you can spit it right in your kid's mouth ليش عم ناخذ تاسكس من قدام اولادنا؟ ليش؟ بأي هدف؟ لوين بدنا نوصلهم؟ لمحل انه ما يعملوا شيء بحياتهم، ما يتعلموا شيء؟ لهالدرجه وصلت يعني؟ شو مفكرين حالنا رح نعيش فور ايفر نحن؟ نضل كل الوقت الى ابد الابدين؟ شو هالاروغانس اللي عندنا اياها؟ سوتش بومر يعني مفكرين انه نحن رح نضل قدام اولادنا كل حياتنا كل الحياه مش كل حياتنا فاك مان مستغرب كثير انا كيف صار لي هالقد عم بحكي وبعد ما سبيت ولا مسبب باي ذا واي فرح وقف هون قبل ما خبص اكثر من هيك هيز ميكينج ات سيم لايك ذس از هيز بيجست بروبلم بالحياه كاتنج اب ساندويتشز فور وات ار ذيس كيدز غانا دو وين وين وذ فيس وذ لايفز ريل بروبلمز اف يو ار كاتنج اب ذير فاكينج ساندويتشز فاكينج جينيريشن اوف اوف بوسيز سنو فليكس يو كانسل مي اف يو وانت ام كيدنج اوبفيسلي جايز اي دونت يوز ذا بي وورد ذات واي Yeah, it's such a, such a, like, these damn millennials, they want a trophy for, for participating. Khalas, bro, this, 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 this uh, discourse ended like years ago. All right, uh, final, final TikTok of the day for Kaizi. I will fucking destroy your bloodline, you fucking bitch!
Wow, yeah, that was a perfect one to end it on. Anyways, folks, here's, I hope you enjoy this new douche we have just added to the lexicon of Lebanese TikTok douchebags, Kaizi. Uh, Lebanon has a brand new slogan, folks. We have a slogan. So according to The Guardian, a crisis hit Lebanon unveils slogan and bid to lure back tourists. I love you in your madness. So new tourism catchphrase will be splashed on Lebanon's national airline and in social media campaigns. Uh, Lebanon's tourism minister has announced a new slogan for the crisis-swept country that aimed to portray the precarity of life there as a point of pride, rough, roughly translating to I love you in your madness. Lebanon is suffering a financial and economic meltdown, which the World Bank has labeled as one of the deepest depressions of modern history, compounded by the COVID-19 pandemic and a massive explosion at Beirut's port that destroyed large parts of the city and killed more than 215 people. This will be our touristic identity that the world will see. Tourism Minister Walid Nassar said at a news conference on Thursday with the other senior ministers in Beirut. The slogan was developed cost-free for Lebanon by Dubai-based advertising company TBWA. He said, thank you for the cost-free in Dubai. I mean, like, what can we at least develop our own fucked-up slogan in our own fucked-up country? This is so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, like... So TBWA Chief Creative Officer Walid Kanaan said it was near impossible to find ways to market a country. Should we end market a, that's so market a country in the grip of multi-layered economic and political crises, but that he had found inspiration in Lebanon's people. This is our country, a crazy country, crazy in its nightlife, crazy in its food and generosity. And no matter how crazy the situation in Lebanon, we can only say we love you in your madness, Kanaan said, unveiling the slogan. Originally a lyric in a song by Lebanese star singer Fairuz, released before, okay, blah, blah, blah. So the official English translation will be a crazy love. Um, and so, yeah, this is, I'm guessing this is going to replace Live Love Lebanon. Because I was, first, this was news to me because I'm like, countries have slogans? Like, what the fuck? I didn't, didn't even know that was a thing. But then I kind of Googled it and I found this, like, this map that basically shows you what the slogans are. So for example, Switzerland, get natural. Uh, Georgia, for the best moments of your life. Armenia, visit Armenia, it is beautiful. That one's pretty lame, Armenia, you can do better. Uzbekistan, naturally irresistible. So here, when you go to Lebanon, it says live, love, Lebanon. So I'm guessing this wasn't updated. So I'm guessing we're gonna, it's gonna become uh, whatever it was, crazy love or one crazy love or something. Bulgaria, for example, a discovery. To share, France, rendezvous en France. Uh, so, yeah, you know, uh, what, what do you think of, of, of this? Do you know what it reminds me of? Uh, do you know you on Netflix? No, have, I know I've, I've not seen it though. It's like this psychopath guy who's like crazy about women. Like, it reminds me so much of it. And to, but like how how come like the, the fact that we have a because it's creepy as fuck oh, why, the... why would you <laughs> what the fuck does that mean about the country it's yeah. a bad thing it is a bad thing and to me what's weird is like i don't want like do we need to mar like our misery does not need to become a marketing tool for tourism like that is just weird like um i don't it's know it's like, a bad one aslan it's not a good marketing tool Look, I'm, the slogan, I love you in your madness, it's a nice phrase, I would say, but like, I, I don't think it's appropriate to... A, countries having slogans is weird. Let me just put that out there. I think that's just weird. That's silly. That's stupid. Even Live Love Lebanon, I think, is one of the dumbest phrases. I know Live Love whatever is for a lot of things. I just find that stupid. It's weird to have a slogan for your country. Lebanon is going through so much shit. That like, let's... Like, I'm imagining the pitch meeting where, like, you have 12, like, young... You know, like executives like, okay, guys, Lebanon is fucked. Okay, people have no money. There's no gas. There's like, there's no food. Let's come up with a slogan. Like, it's like, wait, wait, wait. What, like, and everyone's like pitching their best. Like, you know what slogan we should have? Or some shit. Like, that should be the slogan for Lebanon. That's it, man. Shouldn't, don't try to make it cute. So, so you splash it on the side of a plane. What you should splash it on the side of a plane is that That'll get the tourists here. Trust me. I don't know. I just find this reminds me of like the people that sell the, the necklaces made out of the August 4th glass or the making the T-shirts with the August 4th stuff. And you're, you want to sell a hat and you want to make a, a ring and you want to do this and you want to do that. It's like, I don't know.
I ain't into it. I find I just find it weird. It's funny, like Mabruk, I guess Lebanon, we're done with live love Lebanon. Now we got I love you in your madness. Ah, I just love being miserable. Ah, let's be miserable together. I'm, these already are all better than your slogans. Miserable together. Isn't that, isn't that better? Or miserable by the sea. Ah, so many ideas. You folks might remember Anya Halaeddin from a couple of episodes ago. She is a Lebanese like, gymnast, uh, athlete, a um, bunch of things. She uh, got into some hot water for... Uh, putting out a very, very racist uh, Instagram story to her close friends. Let's make that clear. So uh, I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it, Anya actually saw it. The, the joys of this show is that when you talk about people, they see it and then they reach out to you. Don't you just love that? So she left a comment on my Instagram. She actually followed me on Instagram, then left a comment, which said, I already apologized and explained my harsh statement that was meant for my close friends. Unfortunately, my experiences and situations that I've been through every time I had work in Africa led to this emotional outburst. I really hope you take down the video, else it looks like one of those yellow press statements. I think she's calling me like a tabloid or something, which, hey, you know, I don't mind in this case. So anyways, she made a very racist statement about black people, and I thought that was that. I thought it was just like a, a text that she wrote, and it was basically she wrote like, I'm going to be very honest and racist. Uh, and then like we are mentally superior to these black n-words turns out there was some video there was some video that like followed that very racist uh, statement and a viewer sent it to me and uh, so we're going to talk about it now and react to it so this is by the way trigger warning i very rarely do trigger warnings but this you might find this very offensive especially if you're from african descent or anything i apologize for some of the stuff you're going to hear but this is um it's pretty fucked up so uh, let's go. So that's what she had shared. I'm going to be racist. But it's okay, so whoever is judging me about my last story and this one, have you ever been to Africa? Tenishi, ma'am, ul anul Africans or Sud, mafian is zero mentally on our level. إذا بيشتغلوا على حالهم أكيد وبيعيشوا برا أكيد نفس الشيء إنه لبناني بلبنان شيء وبرا شيء. بس ثالث كمان ايديا قبل ما انسى هن they're superior physically that's proven and they're inferior mentally that's normal حدا inferior mentally حدا inferior physically um, she's so the casual the thing is if you've never been to Africa you cannot really judge them um, and I don't know like I'm في انا خبركم شو so the whole point is انه هن هون عايشين بالenvironment تبعهم it's not just about the skin and all blacks but specifically the blacks that are in Africa and live in Africa they're really mentally inferior they're both equal no life isn't fair they're superior than us but physical strength but uh, energy level is man, but I don't need to know. I don't need energy man. Dancers and better had a summit Maria and a shop Fine, that's the whole point. So I hope you understand. If not, so hey, come back. So thank you for that. First of all, might I just say I just, this is gonna might sound sexist. She's so hot, as she's so racist, which which is makes it so disappointing that she's so hot. Even as she's saying this super racist shit, I'm like, why? Why did you have to be so racist? And this is like some of the most disgusting shit that I've ever heard anyone. And like the fact that she just posted this on like Instagram, like okay, it's to her close friends. By the way, whoever her close friend that was that recorded this, props. You are a fucking beast all right i love you that is amazing obviously you should fucking record something like that and you do not want to be on her close friends list like holy shit actually maybe maybe i do want to be on that close friends list because she might be sharing some really fucked up shit that i just would want to talk about on this podcast but anyways yeah this is gross sorry about calling her hot she is hot it's, it's just like so she's so racist hot i don't know it's so fucking weird but yeah you're so evil like it comes out and it's so casual the way she's saying it i don't know i let me shut up i'm getting in trouble what do you think uh, I still don't get her point of view, and you know, just because someone has a different culture, 
does that make them mentally inferior just because مثلا هي معلمه وهن لا انه لا it's just different circumstances هي عم تحكي عن like مش انه like how she explained it ما عم تحكي عن black people in general عم تحكي عن black people from this culture that she's seen Yeah. And it doesn't make them mentally inferior. Like as if like black Africans in Africa, and she's assuming that like she gave the example like al-shahad versus limalam biljema. Obviously, so she's basically saying that all black people who live in Africa, Africans in Africa, are all like beggars. She doesn't see like any you know to them like they're all they're at the level of like a beggar. That's you know if you're black in Africa, you're only as good as a white beggar. Um, it's just weird. Obviously, what she's saying doesn't doesn't make any sense. I don't even want to try to like analyze why she's saying what she's saying. It's like such a fucked up like, and she's perpetuating the myth of like since black people are physically superior, it's only logical that whites are mentally superior. And the way she says blacks, like anyone who says blacks to me, like that just comes off as kind of racist to me. Like the blacks, the blacks, like it's just weird. You know, like I'm not being racist against the blacks, but it's like I don't know. It's just so weird. She's so casually racist. I know, don't you try adding me on Instagram again, okay? I won't take too kindly to that. And don't be leaving me no more comments. I'm not going to reply, okay? You can't talk yourself out of this fucking one, okay? You're on camera. You, you put yourself out there. It's not like you were caught. You fucking self-exposed yourself. Like, you just fucking, you know what I mean? You owned yourself. That's a self-own. When you guys think about do not worry, you think about elections, voter registration, politics, and... Uh, I'm here to give you guys what you crave, the political coverage that you need. Um, so, as you guys know, everybody been talking about voter registration abroad. If you're Lebanese, if you're an expat, you live abroad, you can register to vote. Um, uh, I'll put a link somewhere in the description. But there's been some controversy, folks. People are talking on social media. Okay, should there should we put so much pressure on expats to vote? Can expats even make a difference? A lot of them are politicized, etc. People online are accusing others of like bullying expats into voting or into registering. Like you can't force us to vote, etc. What's this whole thing? So there was this post on Art of Boo. He is a local Lebanese artist, uh, very popular, who posted this on Instagram. Les Libanais de l'étranger qui ne veulent pas voter. J'espère que vous finirez par trouver une solution. As like the Lebanese guy is burning, you see like an expat just watering, you know, some stuff. He's like, oh, hey, I hope you guys find a solution. So basically representing like the apathy of some of the voters that are living abroad who might not be too interested in Lebanon. So a lot of people like maybe a third of like the Instagram stories I saw on that day were sharing this post. So a lot of people kind of agreeing with this message, like, please help us. But then uh, one of my favorite people on social media, one of my favorite Lebanese stand-up comedians, Nur Hajad, had this very interesting comment right underneath this post. It's like, yeah, you can just be condescending and blame expats, or we can talk about the fact that everyone traveling nowadays wants detachment from the country, all while understanding that those who fled in 82 and lived there either don't care or are highly affiliated with traditional parties. I agree about Tunzid part from expats abroad, but the real problem is the stubbornness in thinking it is simply diaspora mamkhonin, mabadduni soto. It's way more than that. Then he kind of got into like this debate back and forth with a guy called Astro Farah. By the way, Noor, you assumed Astro Farah was a girl. It was a guy. He's the brother of one of my best friends. So I think if you two had met in person, uh, you would be, uh, you would have had a pretty good conversation. I think you're both pretty smart dudes. But yeah, it was funny reading through their debate. I'm like, I know both of these guys and they're like kind of going at it. But I think Noor made some very interesting points and I tend to agree uh, with Noor. I don't... Like the post is a little bit like, look, I'm going to give you guys my perspective as someone who was an expat and who's someone who might leave Lebanon at any time and be living abroad. Sometimes you do want to detach. Like, and, I, and that's a question I'm asking myself now. If I leave Lebanon soon, let's say I leave in five months, do I want to still be, do I still want to follow up on Lebanese news? Do I still want to talk about Lebanon on my podcast if I keep doing a podcast, etc.? Or do I want to kind of start fresh? forget where I'm from, forget all this pain and fucking misery that we've lived and just try to move on with my life. I think that's a fair question. And I think if someone wants to leave Lebanon and leave all that behind them, that should be okay. And I also think you can't assume that everyone who lives abroad is going to vote like independent or something like that because we there are so many politically affiliated people, especially boomers. No offense, boomers. I don't have a lot of boomers that watch me, but like boomers are a fucking cancer in our society. No offense. I love boomers if you're a boomer. 
But like a lot of boomers, politically affiliated boomers, goddamn it, y'all fucked it up, man. Y'all fucked it up for us here in Lebanon. Boomers are like ruining America in the way they vote. Like boomers are really, their political affiliations are pretty shitty. They've made very bad judgments, I would say. That's my personal opinion. You don't have to agree. And if you're a boomer, much love, okay? I'm just, I'm generalizing here, okay, folks? But I, uh, now, what I will say is, and I, and I saw, I did see some people on my Instagram sharing stories like, I don't want to register. I don't want to vote. I don't care. I've suffered enough in Lebanon. Don't ask me to do anything for Lebanon. I understand that. What I would say, my humble proposition is just register. It takes two to like five minutes online. You'll have that peace of mind. If you want to vote when the time comes, and I think voting is on like March March uh, 20, March 2022, all right? The elections are supposedly taking place. I don't know anything about this. But I think taking a couple of minutes to just being able to vote, I think is going to give you some peace of mind, whether or not you want to vote when the time comes. Look, I don't even know who the fuck to vote for, man. Okay, we keep talking about this opposition and voting in the elections. Who's the opposition? I have no idea. All I know is like Mintashreen. They're on Instagram. It's this page. It's, there's like a bunch of young-ish people, uh, some of them who I know. All I know is Mintashreen, okay? I don't know which of these people are running. I don't know like who I'm actually going to be voting for. Do I fully trust them and fully have faith in them? Absolutely not. Lebanon has taught me not to have faith in any political parties or anything, but are they way better than what we currently have? Absolutely. Do they need to step up their like social media game and, and um, grassroots efforts? Absolutely, because no one knows who the fuck they are. I went onto their Instagram yesterday and I was scrolling through. Their posts have like five or six comments. No one is engaging with this content. You guys need to start hitting like grassroots efforts. Get on the ground. Start talking to people. I'm not sure what it is you guys are supposed to do, but like one of the reasons people are hesitant to register and vote is because they see no alternative. It is time to present the people with an alternative. You can't just keep telling people, let's just not vote for them. People need a choice. Okay, especially people that are suffering, that are struggling financially. They need answers to know how the fuck they're going to buy food the next day. So... Anyways, uh, what, what do you think about all this? Anna, I think sometimes you, you have to poke where it hurts. Mm -hmm. uh, it gives people an, an incentive. I think Art of Boo did that really well. Anna, I, I love the post. Do you agree with what Noor had to say, though? Like, he has a point, but uh, no, it's not... We're not bullying them into voting. But uh, it's good. It's not going to hurt. <laughs> I, look, I agree. Uh, I think look in the 2016 election when it was Trump versus Hillary Clinton, I didn't vote. I kind of regretted voting at one point. I was like, man, maybe I should have voted for Hillary Clinton. Eventually, I, I didn't feel guilty. I fucking hate Hillary Clinton. Okay, as much as I hate Donald Trump, uh, the neoliberals, I hate him just as much. Um, I also didn't vote for Joe Biden. Never in my life. Uh, so like I found this cartoon that kind of reminds me of uh, the predicament that Americans had to go through. Like, if you vote for a Republican, eat shit and die. If you vote for a Democrat, eat beans and scrape by. It's just narrowly better. We need to offer Lebanese voters an alternative. Let's stop talking about an alternative. Let's stop, uh, you know, we need to start putting faces on this revolution, on this, on this opposition. Uh, I know people are always afraid of, like, character assassinations. If we... If we reveal who it's going to be, they're going to character assassinate them and the media is going to attack them and no one's going to vote for them. Bro, I don't know. Like at this point, we got to figure it out because the the no alternative plan isn't working. Maybe like that's all I'm going to say. Um, expats, please register to vote. It will only take you a couple of minutes. Here's a video that FedEx Tube made. OK, just to highlight how quick you can get you guys can do this. All right, let's watch this. I hope this money, this, this music is uh, copyright free. Please, I just told you the four people waiting list, waiting list, waiting list. Janvier, Andikshib, Janvier, 2023. It's not the funniest video ever, but what I like is that he's just highlighting. So guys, tafu shu ahiya min kill hole samayto. The time. Ano tsajalo al minasa. Bedda khams daaye. Kill wahad hal aish badat lebnen. Tsajalo al minasa. Baadin btaaru azabkom btakhbo ola la. Bas hal amelo la laikon. La ano baadin azghayatu raikon btsir tulay. Yalla maana baad kamyo. 
exactly register if you don't want to vote don't vote no one's going to force you okay we don't know who the alternative is or if they're any good but just register have that just have that option i think that'd be pretty good uh, the final topic we're going to be talking about today, folks, is uh, Eternals. So Eternals is the newest MCU movie, okay, the new Marvel movie released by Disney. Oh, there's a, there's a little bug. Uh, so it recently uh, released worldwide, globally. And uh, it's pretty interesting because, so the, the movie, just no spoilers, it tells the story of these 10 Eternals. They're a race of aliens who have been living on Earth for 7,000 years, sort of secretly helping hum humanity evolve, etc. Kind of like Ancient Aliens, the movie. You know me, you know my love for aliens. I love that shit, I'm into that shit. The movie's not great, we're not gonna get into that. But uh, two of, one of these Eternals, one of these 10 Eternals, happens to be gay. He's this gay character, and in the movie, uh, he's got a husband. There's actually, I think, a gay kiss. And it's and actually this is the first Marvel movie with a sex scene between uh, not the gay characters, two straight characters. Although in Iron Man one, within the first five minutes, Tony Stark was having sex with that reporter, so I'm not sure what people are talking about. But anyways, this movie has a gay couple. They're pretty open about it. It's like it's very good for representation. And there was a sex scene. So a few weeks ago, a bunch of articles came out saying that Disney was going to refuse to make any cuts to the movie. So, uh, according to IndieWire, Eternals banned in Saudi Arabia and more after Disney refuses to censor gay roles. Pretty awesome, right? Uh, here's another article. Eternals banned in three countries after Disney refuses to make cuts. Eternals features scenes uh, three countries wanted to be cut and Disney's refusal to do so means the Marvel Studios film won't be released there. Uh, here are some sort of quotes from some articles. The star-studded superhero flick directed by Oscar winner Chloe Zhao reportedly was met with a series of edit requests by local censors, and Disney was not willing to make those edits, THR reported. Representatives for Disney did not immediately respond. Uh, and here is another sort of uh, excerpt. Zhao, who made history with her Oscar wins for Nomadland earlier this year, has said that she asked Marvel not to alter any scenes to appease censors. I don't know all the details, but I do believe discussions were had and there's a big desire for Marvel and myself, we talked about this, to not change the cut of the movie, she told IndieWire. Fingers crossed. It's great news, right? We're not going to edit the movie. It gets banned in Saudi Arabia. Great. Well, I watched the movie, folks. There were some cuts. Okay, Kevin Feige. Okay, Chloe's out. By the way, Kevin, I worship you. I'm a huge fan. But, like, y'all can't say something and try to score, like, points on social media for, we're not going to edit the movie, we refuse to make any cuts. And, yeah, look, they did get some praise. Like, here's a couple of tweets, just an example of people. Like this one. Well done, Disney, for not giving in to discriminatory censorship. Hashtag LGBTQ rights are humanitarian rights. Ergo, there is no compromise. Hashtag gay. Hashtag Eternals banned in Saudi Arabia. Blah, blah, blah. Here's another one. Uh... For once, good for Disney for not bending to overseas pressure on the Eternals all, after also shunned in China with both Chloe Zhao and Simu Liu. Is this going to go down as the greatest, most virtuous, yet not that great Marvel movie? So they're scoring all these points online. People are happy. Congratulations, Disney, for sticking to your guns. Well, they did not stick to their guns, and I was disappointed. I watched the movie with one of my best friends, Danny, and also a patron of the show. Thank you, Danny. And uh, right away, we noticed all the kissing scenes, not just the gay stuff straight kissing scenes yo if a man and a woman want to kiss like bro so apparently we got the uae version of the movie the version that was playing in i'm guessing dubai whatever other countries where it was playing okay listen guys uae listen folks listen what's up with kissing a man and a woman kisses you you guy from uae who's watching this your mom and dad kissed and had sex to have you boy or girl come on why it's 2021 you're still cutting out kissing scenes for movies and then got Disney and Chloe Zhao being like, we're not cutting shit from our movies. What the hell is going on here, guys? And like, by the way, fun fact, the, the gay eternal, his husband in the movie, is played by a Lebanese actor. It was awesome. And he speaks Arabic in the movie. Like, Danny and I started fucking cheering. We're like, that's fucking hilarious. Because like, that makes the Arab centers even more angry. Like, what? No, he can't be Arab and gay. So his name is uh, Lebanese-born... Uh, Haz Sleiman, who plays Ben, the husband of Marvel's first gay superhero, Fastos, in Eternals, said he was close to tears when he learned of Disney's response to the film being banned in Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, and Qatar because of its LGBTQ content. So that guy cried because he was like, because Disney refused to cut shit out. Well, 
uh, Haz, I'm sorry to tell you, they cut that shit out, my friend. At least they kept the scene with him speaking in Arabic. I, I, like, I'm shocked they left that. And with the Bessano. I just wanted to highlight, like, what the fuck? Come on, UAE. Like, come on, guys. You guys are doing all this stuff and, like, opening up and, and changing. And, like, this is, this is kissing, yo. Come on. Come on. Come on. Men and women kiss. They, they kiss. It happens. Okay? Come on. So I just wanted to, because they made such a big deal that it wasn't going to get cut. I wanted to highlight that it did. I find it sad. Um, representation is good. Gay representation is good. Gay people need more. Uh, big roles, they need more leading roles in movies, they need more visibility, okay, they've gotten the short end of the stick, and um, it's disappointing, and Kevin Feige, Chloe's out, Disney, if you guys are going to promote a movie as like it's not going to get cut, follow up on that, make sure it doesn't, stay true to the artist's vision, and look, I don't mind not watching the movie in theaters, okay, if you guys want to stay true to that and send a message, do that, I'll wait and I'll watch the movie on streaming later, I'm glad I saw it in IMAX though, I'm not going to give you guys a review right now. It's not great, the movie, but watch it in IMAX. It's got some cool scenes. Well, folks, thank you so much for joining myself and Noor for this 40th, 40, again, I'm, I'm shocked, 40th episode of Do Not Worry shot right here in my humble little studio in the heart of Beirut in Jaiteu. Again, fucking 40 episodes in 10 months. That means there are now more than four times the amount of episodes of Do Not Worry than Squid Game. Okay, that's fucking crazy. There's too much. If you ask me, there's too much of me on the internet right now. Okay, 40 episodes times like 35 minute on average length. Like there's way, there's like hours of me just yapping on the internet. Thank you so much to everyone who's been on this journey with me for these 10 months. Um, uh, thank you for liking the video, for leaving a comment and engaging. All right, I need that engagement. And subscribe, please, folks, subscribe. Let's hit that 5,000 subscriber mark. Uh, would be great to hit 5,000 subs before the end of the year. Patrons, patrons, you lovely, beautiful patrons who help pay my interns' salaries. Let me let me thank a few of you, like Rudolph, Rana, Wasim Hijazi, Sport Levantine, Michel Tawil, Manuel Basile. Thank you. How about F Philip Edward Eel? It's an interesting name right there. Nicolas Malouf and Enzo. Once again, Enzo, an ex. He was, was contestant on The Voice France. He does a bunch of streams and shit. I will need to, will, uh, I'll need to link you guys sometime. Uh, superhero patrons. Jad and Mansi, thank you so much. Ziyad Ashar. Raya, Ahmed and Lamia. Rami Gharib, Ali Hijazi. Seriously, you guys, y'all the heavy hitters, the superhero patrons. Keeping the ship afloat. Thank you guys so much. Noor, thank you. Did you have a good episode? Enjoyed the topics? It was a good episode. I think so too. Come in, guys. I love your comments. Keep leaving comments. Hell yeah, leaving comments. It keeps the morale high and gives us that oh so beautiful engagement. Uh, if you guys want to register to vote, you got two, two days left. If you're Lebanese, if you're an expat, link in the description. Uh, do not worry. Do not worry.